Travion Henderson is back, so find me a better backfield than what Ohio State has now. These are Snap Judgments. They're brought to you by Buyers Auto. That is Bill Landis and Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. What an offseason for Ohio State with all of these moves now. That feels like the end. I don't know who else could possibly have an announcement to make now that Travion Henderson has confirmed he's coming back to the Buckeyes. So let's start with him. Then we'll get to Quinshawn Judkins and that combination. But Bill... This is, you might have heard this before, a big deal for the Buckeyes. Yeah, I think it would be funny if guys um, who, like, just like second-year guys who don't have NFL decisions to make just started announcing they were back, too, just to, like, hop on the bandwagon and keep the good keep the good vibes rolling. Um, I So, like, we we kind of heard that when the Quinshot Junkins things happened that it wasn't, like, an either-or scenario. So, you know, this isn't necessarily surprising that Travion's coming back, but I think it, at least for us, but I think it might be for a lot of Ohio State fans who probably just assumed that Ohio State got the best running back in the transfer portal, portal because it was losing its best running back. And now clearly clearly that is not the case. Um, you said find a better backfield in college football. Don't know that one exists. Like This is a guy with Travion Henderson who, who when he's been healthy, I think has shown us that his ceiling is that of a player who's up there like with anybody in the country in terms of his ability to impact games meaningfully from the running back position. And I actually had forgotten or didn't realize, I guess, that he was like on the cusp of a thousand rushing yards this year, even having missed like a third of the season after the Notre Dame game. Um, so it was almost like a quietly, like really productive season for him. And now he gets to come back into a backfield where he's not going to be asked to carry the ball 250 times um, during the season. He's going to get, I think, the the rest of the guy who's got a little bit of a checkered injury pass needs and should be a better running back because of that. So um, if I, I'm assuming like they'll get to bottle up like whatever the best of Travion was this year and have that extrapolated over the course of the entire season because of the, the new dynamic in Ohio State's backfield. So, yes, it's huge. Um, obviously, all, all these returns are huge for Ohio State, but Travion, for me, might have the best chance of maybe maybe being even something better than he has been because of the new world he's living in with an equally dynamic guy in the backfield alongside him. After the Minnesota game, uh, that was another one of those huge games for Trevion that he had in the last month of the season. Like the conversation, uh, it was pretty simple. I had with him. I said, you know, if you do this for a full season, if you did this for eight, nine games, like you're, you're a Heisman trophy finalist. If you had this type of season, uh, I had a super high expectations for Trevion coming into the 2023 season. He lived up to them other than the fact that he missed four games. Um, and I, I don't think that we've even begun to scratch the surface of what his impact in the Ohio State offense can be, especially when you add a player like Will Howard in the backfield and Judkins around him. Uh, that changes the dynamic of the entire run game and takes the focus off of him a little bit. I think uh, what he's proven to be in the passing game, what he has, he has become an extremely physical runner, like running through contact. Sometimes I wish he would stop doing that and try to just out, go around it because you're fast enough to outrun most people. But um, it seems like it's been a personal thing for him to try to prove how tough he was uh, at times. And I think that the really remarkable thing about what Travion has done as far as just changing over the last year, like if you guys remember when we watched him in the spring, like it, it, he was not participating because of injury, because of the foot. And he just looked like a very like pissed off, angry kid. Uh, and whatever happened to him personally in the last six months has completely changed that. And the perspective that he has on on football and on life and everything, like 
I think that plays a big role in this decision because he's realized that there's more to this than just go to the NFL and make some money. Uh, he wanted to be a part of of what this was uh, offense was going to be, and uh, the relationship he has with Tony Alford is special, and like that matters a lot to Travion Henderson growing up uh, in, in a relatively tough area of Virginia. Like th- this is a kid that has had a lot of moving parts in his decision, but ultimately it comes down to finishing out what he and his 2021 classmate, uh, you know, teammates have decided is the most important thing. And that's leaving by and, and saying we won something that mattered. And, and now you are put in a position, a better position than he's ever been put in at Ohio state with the additions of, of Judkins and everything else that's going on with the defense returning and everyone. And it, it's, it's pretty exciting. I think we know what was pissing him off, you know, at last spring. And then for the few months before that, Burham, I mean, it was the injury, and then the way the injury was leading to a lot of suggestions that Travion was not fulfilling his potential. You know, he he like was shutting down social media and turning off replies because he was taking so much criticism, and that includes from us. Like we're not removed from that. We could ha- we could put it in better context because we knew that the injuries were part of it. But there was a lot of conversation that whether that's. Uh, people on the outside evaluating, whether that was the media evaluating, or even when it came to Tony Alford and Ryan Day, like saying, hey, what's going on with reading some of these plays? Like that sophomore year was a frustration point for Travion Henderson virtually every way. And he had not had a chance and couldn't get on the practice field in the spring to remove some of that. And I, it was, it was impacting the way talent evaluators in the NFL were looking at him, like everything. And I, it was, I can't imagine being in his shoes and having to deal with all of that, knowing like not just at the moment that you couldn't do for Ohio State and your teammates what you wanted to do, but that you weren't doing for yourself what you thought you could do or for your future with as an NFL player, which dating back to when we went and met him in Virginia, he was already thinking about a second NFL contract. So all of that is a massive, massive challenge. And even throughout the junior year, he had another setback with the injury. We know that. It really wasn't until November where it was like, oh my goodness, well, that's the version that everybody expected. That's well, that's why the expectations were so high. Like he just hasn't had a lot of those moments yet. It's like, ah, take a deep breath and show what you can do. Like, I hope that this opportunity for him and this decision allows him that that freedom and that confidence and all as a senior year, because this hasn't worked out the way he wanted for three years. And that's with really good numbers that most most running backs in the country would kill for a really good opportunity, a lot of wins. Like, There's still more for him, and I I do applaud Travion Henderson for continuing to work through all of that. Most of the time when we speak with him, he's still got a very good mindset and mentality and smile on his face about it. Uh, you want nothing but the best. So if this is the way he accomplishes that, I mean, I hope he does. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he will. Um, it's funny, like all the frustrations that he's had that you just laid out, he, he still has an opportunity this coming season with just like a normal year, I think, to finish his career top 10 in program history and rushing yards. It's like when he's had the opportunities and has been healthy, he's really, I think, made made the most of them. Like he won them the Wisconsin game this year. That game was, that was a defensive goal line stand and Travion being Travion is the reason that Ohio State won that game up, up in Madison. And from that point on, it was like, yeah, this is the guy that we expected him to be. And I even thought, now it was different circumstances and different injuries. Um he handled like the post Notre Dame absence, I think pretty well, it seemed. And then channeled that into a good place. Once, once he came back now, last year, the 2022 season, like, I don't, I don't know 
he was just never right. Like he was trying to get back and play, but even when he was playing, he was never himself. Like I guess like actually being removed from the injury when you come back does create a different dynamic. But um, there was probably something learned. I think having gone through what he had to go through in 2022 to help himself come out on the other side of, of another injury in 2023 in, in the best possible form um, and to be a guy who helped Ohio State moving forward. So there's probably some freedom in, in that too. At least I would, I would hope, hope there would be. Um, and there's no reason to think that he can't channel that even further moving into next year now that he knows like he knows what he's capable of, one, what he can do in this offense, two, and three, now that he doesn't have to do it alone. Like that, I think that's a huge burden lifted off his shoulders. Go back to 2021, his freshman year, and look at the statistics that he put up in that season in a, an offense that was like almost exclusively pass happy all the time. Uh, consider that in 2022, it's actually pretty difficult for a running back to play good football with a broken bone in his foot. Uh, and then rem- take out four weeks with a broken rib in, in this season. And then look at his statistics when he came back. Uh, the kid has been 100% what people thought he would be when he was healthy. The, and it's just been, it's been a bit of a slog to get there and stay healthy. Um, but like the, the way that he's handled things, the way that he's bounced back is, is awesome. And I, I think that. He's going to go down as one of those kids that people are going to always remember as being like one of the quiet leaders of, of Ohio State football. And uh, as far as running backs go, pure talent wise, in the time I've covered Ohio State, I mean, I, I'd only have, I mean, the, the conversation between him and J.K. Dobbins is pretty interesting. I, I think Zeke is the only one I'd have like clear cut ahead of him on the, the talent meter. Um, J.K. at his best was, was pretty darn explosive, and, and Travion is in the same conversation for sure. So, like, to, to think about what you're going to get out of a healthy version of him when you add in another hammer like Quinshawn Judkins next, like, that is that is a really, really exciting opportunity for the Ohio State offense. Uh, Berm, think back. Uh, I referenced that trip that we took to Virginia right before uh, COVID struck. I mean, that feels like a long time ago. We're, I mean, in reality, you're looking at Travion Henderson's career, and it, there's one more year to go. It'll be over before we know it. Uh, not to put a damper on it but i just think about that conversation it feels like a decade ago in my mind but like the the memory of him talking specifically about sharing the workload in college not having to be the primary back i mean that was such a mature response even from somebody who was going into his like high school senior year yeah i mean he's always been a really thoughtful kid and and a, and a young person that understands the bigger picture uh, again, he, he's he's dealt with a lot of things off the field that have kept football from, I think, at times taking over too much of a priority in his life because you could understand the perspective of of a person that had seen actual loss in his life and getting hurt on a football field isn't something that um, really stacks up compared to what, what he's gone through growing up. And it, now you look at it from a business perspective, like, He's always been ahead of the game in that respect. I mean, we've we've talked to him about stocks and and real estate for the last two years. Thankfully, nobody really did this year. Uh, that was not really a well, conversation. Some did, some did, well, most didn't. And you know, he was coming into Ohio State at at a time where he didn't play football his senior year in high school, where he it was probably the most dynamic running back I've ever seen on a high school f- uh, football tape his his junior year. And then you have all that going on and the decision to say, you know what? I don't need to be the superstar. I don't need to have 30 carries a game. 
like that that is rare and i think that it's something that has been lost in the shuffle about uh travion as a person as he's gone through and made this decision so bill when you project this forward we've talked about the ability for these two guys with judkins and henderson to share carries you draw it up how's that gonna look yeah i, I don't know like I, i'm i've every opportunity i get to uh speak into existence ohio state playing two running backs at the same time i will take that opportunity so <laughs> so i hope with two guys like this that, that ohio state might explore that like that they're they're like they are similar i think in just sort of the like being dynamic but i think they do it in different enough ways that you can use them together to complement each other at the same time if, if if you wanted to but i think for both of them it's more about just like managing workloads especially quinshaw junkins like to have almost 600 carries the last two years is insane um credit to that guy for like playing and then carrying the ball that much um as a young college football player and i don't know that a lot of guys will make it through that the way that he has but he clearly doesn't want to do that nor would i if i were him um going into your draft eligible year like you want to try to cut down on that a little bit and and maybe maintain a level of efficiency that i think at times has been difficult for quinshawn junkins to maintain only because he gets the ball so much like his average yards per carry don't actually blow you away um like the more the missed tackles do and yards after contact are really good but i think all that stuff could be improved for him in a world where he doesn't have to carry the ball 250 times and i think obviously the same thing is is true for travion so i think it's going to look like a 50 50 split with both guys um maybe there's a game where one has the hot hand over the other and you give that guy more, but I don't, I don't think it's going to feel anything like the, was it the 2020 season when they brought Trey Sermon in? And then for half of that year, we were trying to figure out like who their best running back is and who should be leading the pack. Um, I think both of these guys, you know, are good enough to do that, like have a body of work that they deserve that. And clearly now that they've made these decisions are very interested in the idea of, of, of that kind of dynamic or else I don't think either one of them or not, but, but you know, both of them wouldn't be here. So, um, I'm not worried about any kind of uh, like ego massaging in in the situation either. I, I think it's going to be great for both of them, um, both in the immediate for for at Ohio State next year, and then long term when you think about their pro careers and taking a little bit of a little bit of wear and tear off their bodies. We've watched Bama, we've watched Georgia, we've watched other teams around the country in the last couple of years. Texas this year, like it's not just Trayvon Henderson and Quinshawn Judkins either. Dallin Hayden, you can play three, all three of those running backs and expect very good things out of all of them. Dallin Hayden, every time he's been on the field, has proved that he belongs on the field. So I don't think he should be completely dismissed from the conversation. And I think what it does really sets up Ohio State forecasting the offense for the future. Even though you lose the Blitnikoff a winner and the best offensive player in the country in Marvin Harrison, I don't know that I've, I can think of an Ohio State offense in recent times that has been more suited to do whatever they want offensively than this upcoming version of the Ohio State offense is going to be. You have at wide receiver and at running back, and now with a, a quarterback that provides a true dual threat element and like more options than we've seen out of Ohio State in a long time offensively. And I, I think that uh, is going to be extremely enticing for whoever the new offensive coordinator is in Columbus. And uh, it sets up what should be a really interesting spring and summer to figure out where they go because this team, skill position-wise, uh, is as good and as versatile as any in the country in the last 15 years. And I, I think about to the Egg Bowl and, and watching Quinshawn Judkins and that, and I was like, 
this guy just looks tired. I mean, mm -hmm. he was worn down at the end of the year, and it wasn't just because I had him going over in that game. And like, when is this going to happen? Fortunately, Lane Kiffin just kept giving him enough carries that that was still going to happen no matter what. But if you're for Judkins, and that's a small sample size that I'm watching there, but you know that Travion Henderson with some of the injury risk, you you run into from there the age old question. Yeah, it's, it'd be better to keep them both fresh and put this amount of carries on both of them. You, Bill, talked about the hot hand. Running backs always want to get into the flow of a game. They they always say that that they'll get better, they'll get stronger as it goes along. But I mean, it, how true is that really? If if by the end of the year you've got 300 carries under your belt, like you have to have some ability to recognize that. And I do think that Berm's point is well taken. Like Dallin Hayden has to be part of that too. Could be could be James Peoples as well, or Sam Williams, Sam Williams Dixon. I who knows if you're going to get through. Not just 12 games, but potentially what 15 or 16. It, we've seen Ohio State, even in, in these 12 game seasons, having to stretch through a depth chart of five running backs to get through it with injuries picking up for Mayan Williams or, or a week or two there for Chip Trainum. Like it, it is hard, and that position is a grind. So, the more talent you have, like we said all the time, it's, it's that's the better problem to have. Figure out how you want to use it, deploy it, but there's nothing. There's no downside whatsoever to having Travion Henderson back at the, and, and figuring out a way to split carries with Quinshawn Judkins. No, and, and it's it's incredibly helpful to have the players themselves understand. Like we we can say that, and that's one thing. But you know, Travion now at Ohio State was his freshman year, like split time a little bit. Obviously, split time in 2022 when he was injured. When he came back fully healthy at the end of this year, he was like kind of the guy. Um, but he understands what that is. I, th I think he's always welcomed that opportunity. I think he welcomed it from the moment he was recruited when he came in with a two-man running back class. And, and I, I, I don't know Quinshawn Junkins well enough to say whether or not he's always felt this way or whether or not there's been a change in perspective for him as well. But I think clearly he views it the same way. So if the players are on that page, um, I think you get the most out of them when you put them in, in, in a situation like that. And you're right, Brian, like don't dismiss Dallin Hayden in the conversation. Like he's a guy that can help them. Um, as a, as a ball carrier and it, like, you know, you can hand the ball off the down a couple of times. You can throw the ball to Travion too. Like I, I would argue they haven't really embraced that enough um, in this offense. And now maybe having another really dynamic back in Quinshot Junkins and another reliable one, certainly in Dallin Hayden would allow you to be a little more open to using Travion as a receiver than you would have if he was the guy that you knew where you were handing the ball off to 20 times a game. For sure. For sure. All right. Great way to sum it up here on Snap Judgments brought to you by Byers Auto. It's Trey Day. He's the latest one coming back. The Buckeyes have got a full bushel of stars. What a remarkable offseason. Travion capping it off with his announced return to the Buckeyes. For Bill Landis and Jeremy Birmingham, I am Austin Ward. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later.